Oh my gosh. Does that suck? Hmm. You, you know who loves Mary Lou Rhett and Frank? My kids. Yeah. Children love an acrobat. I don't have this. Oh, God. You'll get it. Okay. We have spent $40 million on a live TV show. You guys have got an ad with America's favorite old fart reading a book in front of a fireplace. Now, I have to kill all of you. I don't have that. You don't have that? No, no, no. Scrooge, man. Bill oh, Murray okay. and Scrooge. Dude, I haven't seen that since I was a kid. It is so good, man. I love okay. that movie. My kids love that movie. And, and uh, we were just off the you know uh, air talking about movies and, and TV shows and how you know Ego and I are both just sweaty nerds and want to nerd uh-huh. out on everything. Yeah, it's yeah, great. Yeah. Um, that, that movie there, man. My kids and I... We are in Christmas movie mode now, dude. During Thanksgiving, we got in Christmas Story. We got in White Christmas. Mm-hmm. We got in uh, Lampoon's Vacation. Mm-hmm. Got all those in with my mom down in St. Louis just because who knows when we'll be able to watch them again uh, coming up on the holidays. But that one, Scrooge, came up, and my kids had never heard of it or seen it, and it's Bill Murray. It's a base, it's, it's a funny, 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 funny movie. And my kids sat there, and you know what's a good movie today, again, when it was done back in the 1980s? It was, I think, 1988. And your kids sit there and watch the whole thing. Without looking at their phones? Without looking yeah. at their phones or their tablets or, you know, getting distracted. So I highly suggest you go watch Scrooge. And if you haven't seen it in a while, man, do it. I haven't. It's been a long time, man. At least 20 years since I've seen Scrooge. And I thought that'd be a good segue into Week 13 for fantasy football. You know, there are probably a lot of Scrooges out there, man, because uh, there was a lot of injuries, a lot of bang-ups, and a lot of uh, disappointments <laughs> in Week 12, man. Um, welcome to the Fantasy Football Junkies. My name is Bonzi. That is Ego. And um, we could spend literally, I mean, we don't do an injury report on here just because I hate the injury reports. Like right now, I'm sitting on Mike Williams and Tyreek Hill, and there has not been an update since Sunday morning yeah. on these two. And I hate, I hate it. I mean, you know, you either get, I think you either get way too much or you don't get enough. So I don't even like talking about it. I'm going to save that for Fantasy Football 101 on Sunday mornings. Tune into to the, to your guys's pot your your show your live show your Facebook live, and get all the latest updates on players. Okay, yeah, because you you you'll you'll throw out some to me. I think when I talk about certain players, and we'll touch on some throughout some of the great positive information I'm going to give you because there are some reasons why I think you're going to be starting some of these players, and um, we'll, we'll, you know we've been doing it every week and, and and following that same outline. Okay, so we're going to do Thursday night fantasy football focus. It's Bills at uh, New England. Bills are four and a half point favorite. We'll get to week 13 booms and busts. And then the waiver wire for week 13, again, where I'm going to talk about some of those injuries that might have happened where you might pick up some players. And uh, they, it, they rarely let us know, like, it this early in the week, right. who's playing and right. who's not. You know, we know who to keep an eye on. But yeah, we are Sunday morning, and it's always like uh, in the 10 to 11 hour when they start really hitting us with actives and inactives. And up until then, it's just a bunch of question marks. Right. So. So let's jump right into the Thursday night uh, fantasy football focus. Tomorrow night's matchup, I've just said, Bills at New England. By the way, let's talk about this, man. We, we were, I think we were, we, were, we were spot on. Maybe not with every <clears throat> prediction we made about those Thursday games on, thir- on Thanksgiving. Right. But they were great games. I mean, they were so fun. That You I, said you know it I mean? was like, this is going to be a great slate of games. I loved it, man. Everyone was a one-score game, right? It was great. It was, it was great. Excellent. Every, nobody was out of it. Some of the teams you thought, man, I thought this was, you know, we, we thought the Bills were just, golly, the Buffalo, what's going on? I thought you know? Detroit was going to beat Buffalo. Yeah, I know. It was crazy. I, I was it like, was this insane. is what's happening. All right. So Detroit some great games, Buffalo. some great drama, some great, I, I think just some great, um, 
stories that came out of those games too and i love that they did the john madden thing man i just really super that was cool both on fox and cbs mm-hmm. and uh i think that they do it on uh, the nfl network too? Yeah, i don't know I, it was john madden day okay it felt like. I, and, and there it's i loved it i loved it and they, and they made it official so mm-hmm. it's you know every every thanksgiving here on out you know that was the most times I've heard the word turducken yep. oh, in yeah. one day. Oh, yeah, for I sure. I mean, yeah. nonstop turducken. That's good stuff. All right, so let's get to uh, tomorrow's Thursday night football matchup. Bill's at New England. Um, I've got your must-starts and your solid starts and maybe some flex considerations again. Um, your must-start for this game, you know, going into the Bill, Bill's just, again, we've talked about it every single week. They've got so many weapons. They've got so many people. To score points, and your must start obviously Josh Allen, Stephon Diggs for Buffalo. Um, Josh Allen, he, he's the best QB in fantasy, he really is. And you can argue that it's Patrick Mahomes, and we talked about that earlier on the year too, man. Remember mm-hmm. flip flop, Josh Allen, Patrick Mahomes. Who do you want as your QB one this year? Who's and they're one and two. Yeah, they're one yeah. and two, and uh, he's averaged again anywhere from twenty to twenty five fantasy points depending on what kind of league you're in every single week. Last week he put his team on his back and threw an absolute dart to Stefan Diggs, and and I'm talking this throw was right from the uh, just a, a crazy like Madden football game. I mean it was insane. You yeah, know? yeah, got him the win. This week he faces the defense that has been shut down against mediocre offenses, but nothing special against competent QBs. Even though the Patriots are technically allowing the tenth fewest passing yards per game, and are middle in the league in fantasy points allowed to the position. We still saw Kirk Cousins find a lot of success last week. As a result, um, fire Allen up as your QB1. Must start. No-brainer. Stephon Diggs, same thing. Get him going. It's a tough matchup as the Patriots are allowing the six fewest fantasy points to that position. However, again, we just saw Justin Jefferson uh, find success. Diggs, easy, I think, wide receiver one. Uh, I don't think he has a massive upside in this matchup, but again, you know, he's going to start. Uh, my must start for New England, Ramon Dre Stevenson. I mean, what what a season for this dude. Yep. I mean, we've we, we've mentioned it again. He did not disappoint again. I, I you know I'll use the same stat as I used last week. He he hasn't had a game with fewer than ten fantasy points. I mean, he hasn't. That's nuts. He's getting it done through the passing game too on the ground. Damian Harris is most likely out for this one too, making Stevenson again the uh, the 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 lone back in the backfield. So over the last four weeks. Bills have allowed the ninth most fantasy points to running back position at a touchdown every game. So lock Ramondre Stevenson in and let him go. Uh, he should redeem himself again for maybe just a little bit of a down game. Uh, solid start, I like Jacoby Myers, wide receiver, you know, for England. I don't know if he's going to play. You don't think he is? Oh, yeah. Well, yeah, he left the game a little bit, you know, uh, managed to come back at the end. because And if he is healthy, he's the only fantasy-relevant receiving option on the Patriots team tomorrow. He had six or more targets in every game, but uh, again, over the last five weeks, Bills are allowing the fifth most yards to wide receiver position, which is perfect for Myers. And again, like I mentioned with the injury stuff, you know, there hasn't really been an update on this guy. You know, my, he's a rock solid play in PPR formats if he plays. I mean, do you see a latest update on him? Um, Monday was the last one I saw. Uh, yesterday, it says he does plan to play, but he's been limited at practice. Um, so, but just keep an eye on it, and if for some reason. He's held out. Nelson Aguilar actually stepped in and had a some decent production. So if mm-hmm. you if you need a receiver, you're leaning on Myers, and for some reason he isn't going to play, just keep an eye on it. Yep. Uh, some other players I think you might want to consider are Gabe Davis, all right, the wide receiver from Buffalo. Again, you know, uh, Eagle mentioned this about Gabe Davis, I think, a couple times. Uh, in the last few weeks, that you know, this guy was getting targets, you know, yeah. and and that's what we want. We want wide receivers, especially if you're in half point PPR or full point PPR. You want to make sure they're getting targets, and he's been getting those targets. Uh, Davis will look to bounce back, okay, because it was kind of a disappointing performance last week, and 
Uh, it, it happened to be I, the Isaiah McKenzie show, which, uh, you know, I could not understand that. You know, I was like, man, this McKenzie guy all of a sudden looks like he's the number one dude for Buffalo. Yeah. However, the clear second option has always been Gabe Davis, and the Patriots have been very good against wide receiver ones, like I just mentioned with Stefan Diggs, okay? Uh, it makes me confident in playing Davis this week. I would put him as a, a flex, maybe a boomer bust wide receiver three this week. And then um, I really like, I almost made him my boom tight end this week, was was Dawson Knox. Um, I, I like Dawson Knox. I also like Hunter Henry in this one, too. Um, you can argue that, uh, you know, Henry should have had two touchdowns yeah. <laughs> last week. Yeah. Easy, you know? As for Knox, he only had two catches for 17 yards last week. But of the two, I think Knox is a really safe option this week on a Thursday night, especially with, again, that New England defense focusing in on the major weapons, which is Devin Singletary, which is, you know, Stefan Diggs, those two guys, and Josh Allen. They're going to try to stop those guys. I think Dawson Knox is a, a smart play. Uh, I think he's got a, a high floor this week, uh, Dawson Knox does, against uh, the New England Patriots. And again, I, I mentioned Singletary, you know, start him. You've got to. Yep. Uh, I don't think Cook is is anywhere near someone you should start as a flex yet, but they're using Singletary. I think a lot, and I think again as we talked about it last week, with Josh Allen's arm being the way it is, who knows how many things are going on with that? Yeah. And some of the hits the guy's taking. He's taking some serious, stupid, stupid he's hits. He's got to learn how to. I mean, avoid the head some coach even came out, I believe, at halftime, didn't he, and say, "Hey, man, he's got to learn to slide." Yeah, absolutely. I think they're punishing Josh Allen by saying, "We're going to give the ball board to Singletary." And I like that. Yeah, yeah. And and you mentioned Dawson Knox. Tight ends, we talk about it every week, man. They're so scarce. So, yeah. And then as far as Gabe Davis and Isaiah McKenzie, McKenzie comes out of nowhere last week and has 10 targets. <laughs> yeah. That has not been the norm. So no. I don't think that's going to keep up. I like Gabe Davis better for sure. Anybody else uh, from New England? You want to start Mac Jones or... He had a big week last week. I'm not going to get too excited. No, you pretty much uh, ran the gamut there. There's a lot of guys that you could start from this game, mm-hmm. and and I agree. I, I would not I would not trust Mac Jones. No, 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 not at all. All right, so let's move on to our biggest booms and busts this week for week number 13. I think you're going to really like this one this week. I think you I think you like the booms and busts I do every week. Yeah, you know, because you do not, a good job, man. Again, we don't do the cookie cutter stuff, man. I don't yeah. I don't, don't want to throw out all the big names that are obvious names here. Okay. My boom quarterback. This might be an obvious name because I think we brought him up last week. I don't think we 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 thought it would be as big as a week he had, but I got Garrett Wilson, buddy. Dun dun dun. Yeah, monster week. I mean, come on. I thought I was going to lose because of Garrett Wilson. Yeah, like, really? Oh, really? How many points yeah. did he get in your league? Uh, like nineteen. Oh, okay. Something like that. A couple touchdowns. Yeah. But Mike White, a little better than Zach Wilson. Yeah, yeah. I, I think he is a little bit better. Okay, and and I love that 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 uh, with Zach Wilson out of the picture, everybody's stock on Gang Green is rising. Uh, with 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 you know Mike White being the guy. I mean, this is the guy, and I like uh, Garrett Wilson. Uh, running back, I got Brian Robinson, uh, the running back from the Washington Commanders. Robinson and his fat hat. Rand, did you see the picture of him wearing that hat in the locker no. room? No. Oh, I got to show it to you. Okay. Oh, yeah. yeah, that's the yes or BS question. I got to find that hat. Yeah, no, I did not see it. So, toting the rock 18 times for 105 yards while adding in two catches at a TD, Robinson quickly becoming the trusted rushing back on Ron Rivera's team. Now, while Antonio Gibson still is going to be the primary receiving back, 
Um, Robinson had ten more touches the, uh, than 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 he than Gibson, so that's crazy. That was nuts. I yeah. was not expecting that. And the rookie running back is still dependent on the team's game plan to produce next week' game against the Giants, which will now be a high scoring affair. The other wide receiver that I like this week is Zay Jones. We talked about Zay Jones a lot. I, I missed out on Zay Jones last week by a mm-hmm. dollar. I think I said on the on the waiver. Line. Really? Yeah. Someone wow. bid twelve. I bid eleven. Yeah, he ended up being in the top five as far as fantasy receivers last week. Yeah. He had a big, big week. He's enjoyed kind of a career resurgence this yeah. year in Jacksonville thanks to his chemistry with Trevor Lawrence. Now, that connection showed big time this week against the Ravens as Jones caught 11 balls for 145 yards. He, I, I mean, I, I've seen him as almost in wide receiver one territory. I think mm-hmm. he's a lock at wide receiver two, and I think he has another boom game, uh, you know, again against a – a poor secondary that that Buffalo really couldn't blow up, but I think they had a good game plan. But I don't think their secondary is that great. He's got to be in every week, man. Yeah. He's uh, he and Christian Kirk both. Yeah, just oh yeah, viable sure. receiving options. Tight end, I like Dalton Schultz. He's been a top three option in two of his last three games. He's an upside tight end one against a Colts D that is seventeenth against fantasy tight ends. And you talked about your boy Dak, man. I mean, yeah. he's just I think he's catching the right steam towards the end of this season and the Cowboys are as well their offense looks really good yeah and uh yeah it, Dalton Schultz I I think he's only ranked as like the 17th or 18th tight end on the season but he mm-hmm. missed a lot of time but right. since he's been back he's uh he's put up like elite tight end numbers right. so uh the bust I have for this week at quarterback Geno Smith uh at the Los Angeles Rams I was shocked how well the Rams did against the Chiefs uh, in that game. Me too. Totally shocked. Uh, he's thrown two touchdown passes in each of Seattle's last five games. I think he should remain, again, a high-floor option to, despite the Week 13 matchup against the Rams defense that I said, uh, you know, they're, they're, they're secondary. I, I was shocked. I mean, again, they've only allowed 1.3 passing TDs this season and the 10th-fewest fantasy points per game. To put, but they really, Patrick Mahomes, man, he had to be all kinds of crazy with getting points last week. It wasn't a typical Patrick Mahomes game. The Rams make no sense. Right. I don't I just... They don't. Yeah, yeah they make I, no sense. I would hate to have any Rams players, by the way, on yep. my team at all. Are, there, aren't, there aren't any. You're right. Yeah. They're right. There's uh, no left running back uh, bust this week, I've got Miles Sanders for the Eagles. He had a career performance on Sunday night equating to an utterly monstrous fantasy performance, second only to Josh Jacobs out of body showing in Seattle. That was just, I mean, that, what? I mean, yeah. 56% of fantasy owners started Miles Sanders. That was it. Uh-huh. He was not starting in, in many people's lineups. So don't you hate looking at that on your bench going, wah, wah, wah. fourth year back is not going to have crazy numbers again in week 13. He's facing a pretty stiff matchup in Tennessee where the Titans actually, they both the they boast the sixth toughest defense against running backs in regards to fantasy output. So I don't like Sanders this week. You know, He'll be in way more lineups this week because of what he did last week, uh-huh. but I think you're what right. What about it's, that don't be getting cute? What do you think? I mean, I I feel like this season he's he's at least earned a place in most starting lineups because he's having a pretty good season. He really is, um, especially for a guy who came out preseason and said, don't draft me in fantasy. Uh, so he's he's having a pretty good season. And he's earned his way in, but I if you're looking for last week, you're not gonna get it. But would you start would you start uh, Miles Sanders over Zeke Elliott? Yeah. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I think I would. Wide receiver bust. I hate saying this, man, because I really love this guy. I wish he was better at Adam Thielen, man, for the Vikings. Thielen's been a weird fantasy option all this week. 
and literally thrived as the number two option in, in Kirk Cousins-led offense for years. But yet, heading into Week 12, man, uh, he'd only broken the double-digit mark in fantasy points in four games. Really? Yes. And those were 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 patient, patient uh, owners out there holding on to him. I, I don't think you start him this week. I really, really don't. Um, this week's matchup against a tough Jets defense doesn't bode well at all for Thielen to bust out and get you some fantasy points. And the way that Cousins is throwing the ball to Jefferson and the Cook show, I mean, it's just it's 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 tough, I think, for Thielen to get in the end zone, get you any points. He's so uh he's so hit or miss, and it's like his ceiling is so mediocre. On his best weeks, he's gonna get you like 13, 14 points. Right. Yeah. So uh, yeah, if it's me, I'm I'm not. I don't feel comfortable with Thielen ever. Right. I think there's a lot of other options out there yeah. other than Adam Thielen at your flex spot. Uh, tight end bust. You know, um, I, I look again at, at the top ten. I don't think this guy. I think this guy we thought was going to be top ten tight end, but the way that the team is right now, and the way it's built, and the way it has Bryce Perkins as their quarterback, yeah. I don't think Tyler Higby. I, I think he's just. No. I, I don't think this person should be even on your team right now. No. There's so many other tight ends out there. Um, when I was looking at that again, um, and, and the reason you know I think tight ends are so important are for those those leagues. Uh, you know there are still so many leagues out there. Almost fifty percent of leagues you have to start a tight end. In. I just you know that's that's a lot of leagues, yeah. man. And looking at this, he's ranked twelfth on maximum league fantasy ownership. All right, he's the twelfth overall tight end. His Preseason ranking? What do you think Tyler Higby was preseason? Uh, preseason uh, eleven. He was nine. Okay, nine, was nine, was man. Yeah. I mean, dude is was ninth preseason, and he's he's floating around twelve right now. So, uh, yeah, there's so many other great tight ends out there. I even think uh, Foster Moreau might be a, a good one. We'll get to that in the waiver wire. He's better than Higby, yeah. yeah, for sure. Anybody you want to talk about Boomer Bust this week that you're uh, looking at forward to? Actually, uh, I, nobody outside of the norm. You know, it's um, I think it's pretty cut and dry week. We've only got a couple of buys, so this is especially this close to the playoffs. It's we're in don't get cute mode, right? You for put, sure, you put your studs out there. I, I'm going to get to the waiver wire here, and, and again, this waiver wire. I think there might. I, I don't want you know. I don't want to call them booms, yeah. but I will call them players that are probably going to get you some points All right, on this waiver wire list. And, and again, I try to show you some players that aren't owned by a lot of teams right now because that's what you're getting into. Yeah, is You're getting into every player out there that does anything or gets you seven, minimum seven points are gone. Right. Yeah. This, I think, will help you out a little bit, especially uh, going into week 13 with the Cardinals and Panthers both on a bye. Quarterback... The waiver wire, hot, hot, hot waiver wire pickup this week because it was only he's only owned by one percent overall for quarterback was Jordan Love. Yeah, and with I mean Aaron Rodgers said on the Pat McAfee show he's going to play. Right, his scans came back good. It's a rib injury though, but there's a really good chance he goes down. He's been getting hit a lot. Yeah, and if it's a rib injury, uh, good luck. I just see Aaron Rodgers getting hit one time and being done. And all Jordan right? Love didn't look bad. Jordan Love did not look bad at all, and he gets a great matchup this week too against the Bears. Yeah, I mean, it's just a great matchup, and 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 so if you need. 
uh, if you have Aaron Rodgers, obviously you should already have Jordan Love on your team. Uh, if you have Aaron Rodgers, shame on you anyway to begin with. Yeah, you shouldn't be starting him. I, I was listening to a podcast a couple on the way in. Both talked about Aaron Rodgers. I'm like, what are we doing yeah. in fantasy podcasts? <laughs> Why are we spending so much time on Aaron Rodgers? <laughs> the only thing we should be talking about is the effect on the players around him. You know, like, mm-hmm. what does it mean for Christian Watson? What does it mean for, like, Lazard or for uh, right. Aaron Jones? We shouldn't be talking about playing Aaron Rodgers or not. Right. So I mentioned Mike White. I think I said the wrong name when I did my boom quarterback. Mike, Mike White was, was, was supposed to be my boom because at Minnesota, yeah. only owned by 5% of teams. I, were you shocked? Uh, no, because the Bears are so bad at defense. Okay. Right? So, and that Jets team has so much talent on it that. All they needed was somebody halfway competent to come in. Okay, well, and well look like a world I, I, I was shocked. I, would, I mean, I, I was shocked he went for 315 yards and three okay. touchdowns. Yeah, I would have, I would have, if you would have gave me over under like 250, you are, I would have said, eh, probably under. Yeah, but absolutely. That, but under that's that. Close. And I yeah. would say, under, I would say, if you said, there's no way anybody thought three touchdowns. No, I would have, I mean, yeah, I, I would have lost. And they're seven okay. and four. Yeah. I mean, now, you know, because of that arm and because of that offense now, and they are alive in that AFC playoff race that, again, I don't think anyone thought they would be this close to um, where they are advancing to the postseason. So they've got Minnesota, Buffalo, and Detroit the next three weeks. And that is a great, great opportunity for him yeah. to put up some big points. All tough matchups, but all, yeah, you're right, all matchups that he should be able to, to uh, you know, to yeah, get some points t- against. Tough matchups, what but do you I mean, think he's got Elijah to throw Moore? the ball. Yeah, I, I love it. I mean, I love Elijah Moore. I mean, found what, the end zone last yeah, week. Yeah, what the crud, man. I mean, the guy looking great. And that's the thing. Some of these receivers that got no chance and some of these running backs that got no chance now, we talked about it a couple weeks ago yeah. with, the, with the Leonard Fournette, Rashad White thing. You know, Rashad White is is trending up big time, and I think Tampa Bay loves that, that they might have their new starting running back. You know what I mean? No offense to Leonard Fournette, but Rashad White looks great. Rashad, yeah, he looks better. He looks dynamic um, yeah, and explosive. Mm-hmm. Leonard Fournette, it, I think it's time. Yeah, me yeah, too. I think it's time to move on. Running back, uh, waiver wire pickups, and you know, I know being a San Francisco 49er guy, Ugh. you weren't you weren't happy about Elijah Mitchell, you know, la- last week. Um, so that puts uh, Tyrion Davis Price and and Jordan Mason both as players that you need to go grab and pick up, especially if you've got Christian McCaffrey yeah. on your team. You know, these these guys need to be owned. And, you know, I think Christian McCaffrey, didn't he also have a knee thing he, So, up yeah, again? he tweaked his knee a little bit. It's, uh, I mean, there's there's nothing that's looking like he's not going to But you hate hearing Christian McCaffrey tweaking anything. You're like, oh, great. It's Christian McCaffrey. Here we go again. Yeah, right? you know it's only a matter of time. So, um, you know, I think I think TDP might be a little ahead of Mason. Do you think? I mean, you're the San Francisco pro. Because um, I think he's a little bit ahead of Mason on the depth chart. He also got a little dinged up earlier in the season so he hasn't been like a big factor since then i i would maybe put mason a little bit ahead if okay. i was gonna pick up just one now who do they use more on special teams one of these guys they use a lot on special teams is it mason i think it's been mason okay because 
because Davis Price has been, like I said, a little bit dinged up this right. season. So he's been inactive for quite a few games. Maximum so. ownership on both these guys, 1%. Yeah, I was so, going mean, to say. Yeah, go out there and grab him. The, the other running back that was a very low – go ahead. It, well, it's off. It's also San Francisco. Right, So right, you right. don't know. You know, one of these guys could just end up being the starter next week and right. McCaffrey gets seven touches and <laughs> Davis Price gets 14. You never know. Right. So the other running back that was very low maximum ownership – and obvious again because you know he wasn't the starter and and the starter got banged up. Uh, Jamichael Hasty from Jacksonville. Yeah, you know Etn departed last week's game early due to that foot injury. He was held out of the remainder of the game and what has been deemed as a, a precautionary stance by the coaching staff. Uh, in the case we should get in Etn back in, in in the lineup again, but there's still no updates on it again. I don't know why. I think it was on a Thanksgiving hangover or something, man. But <laughs> Hasty showed what he's capable of as he filled in uh, for Etn on 78 percent of those snaps. He picked up 17 total touches after that and got 90 yard, 95 was it 90 or 95? I think it was 95 yards from scrimmage. Yeah, and a touchdown. Uh yeah, yeah, super super <laughs> capable guy. Um, the last thing about ETN came out yesterday and that it, 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 a foot injury appears minor. Um, I think they are expecting him to play mm-hmm. this weekend. But okay. still, you always got to monitor that stuff because all it takes is go out in warm-ups, irritate it, and then all of a sudden right. I, it's definitely worth picking up hasty. Uh, last week, you know, we, we we talked about Zay Jones being the number one wide receiver pickup, and, and you know, he was a definite waiver wire pickup. He's, yep. he's still... He's still only about forty six percent ownership, you know, which I just don't get. Crazy to me. Um, Nico Collins, we mentioned him. I think it was you that mentioned Nico Collins mm-hmm. uh, from Houston. Since returning from his injury three weeks ago, Collins has out targeted Brandon Cooks twenty six to eighteen. That includes a pair of games where he logged ten targets from Davis Mills and nine targets from Kyle Allen. So no matter who's under center, um, they're liking Collins from the fantasy perspective, where you're getting touches, you're getting PPR points. As he draws a terrific matchup too against a Cleveland D giving up top five fantasy points per game to wide receivers. So Callen has to be a popular uh, a player this week. You know What's for, his ownership? Uh, 24%. That's it? Maximum wow, ownership, man. Nuts, man. I know. It's crazy. Yeah. And then Richie James uh, from the Giants. Mm-hmm. You know, No Wandale w- Robinson the remainder of the year. And that is, uh, that's thrust James back into a starting lineup where you know he's the primary slot guy, I think, yeah. now. And in three games, James has played... Over seventy percent of the snaps, he posted five and fifty nine, four and thirty six, five and forty one, and a touchdown. He draws three NFC East matchups in the next three weeks: Washington, Philly, Philly, and then back at Washington. The Commanders and Eagles both have had to reshuffle those secondaries due to some stupid injuries that yeah. have been happening to them, and it's very, very beatable for players like Richie Dean. Now he not he may not have a high ceiling, but I think this guy is a great pickup if you're a full point PPR league. Put him in and set him in, forget him at your flex spot. Yeah, yeah it's it's crazy to say, but uh, if yeah, if you need him, especially this week, let's say you've got a uh, Cardinals, let's say you've got a uh, Hopkins yeah. or Hollywood yeah. Brown, yeah, um, and you need you need somebody to fill in that spot. Richie James, I think he scored a couple times recently. Mm-hmm. Uh, definitely, definitely a decent play. Tight end pickup that I like, and this is again was someone that I was looking at when I was checking out the Tyler Higby thing. Uh, th- this guy is a little bit lower you know, in, on the tight end rankings, but. If you need a tight end, especially for this week, I like it. It was a quiet week 12 for this guy, Logan Thomas, uh, from Washington. But he draws a big-time plus matchup against the Giants. New York is giving up the seventh most fantasy points per game to tight ends, all right, mm-hmm. and in and, and both receptions and receiving yards. So there's some risk here in volume 
as T- Taylor Heineke might be throwing to a lot of guys, but you know this is a great matchup, solid matchup on paper for a streaming tight end in Logan Thomas this week. And again, like I said, 11% maximum ownership, he's available. That's surprising to me, that right there, because he's had some good weeks, uh-huh. and with with you know how, how tough it is to get a tight end you can play, I'm surprised he's still out there. Um, one catch last week for three yards, I think, something like that. Uh-huh. One catch for seven yards, not a great showing, but the week before that, he was double digits, 11.5 right. fantasy points. Mm-hmm. And uh, he's had a few other good weeks. So, yeah, grab him if you can. Sounds good. Then our defense streaming um, teams that you might want to look at to pick up. I picked up the Cleveland Browns this week against Houston at Houston. Um, You know, say what you want about the Browns secondary, but they're playing Houston, all right? Yeah, right. There Um, you go. Pittsburgh Steelers, they're playing Atlanta. Mm -hmm. Swipe up the Pittsburgh Steelers D. And the last one, I hate to say it, but the Green Bean, pa- Green Bean Packers. <laughs> the Green Bay Packers at Chicago. I mean, that, that defense there, too, I think, you know. It's... Darnell Mooney's now out for right. the season. I don't know if uh, Fields is going to be back this week or not, but that could, be a, that could be a nice pickup. Also, I mean, I know it sounds crazy, but maybe Houston against Cleveland. Yeah, no, for sure. Because Deshaun Watson, is he going to get his first start? He this will get week? his first start this week. Again, but you guys know, don't like play football in two years. Right, I, He's but I think gonna it's going to be the Chubb, Chubb show, you know, sure. and, and I, yeah, think yeah. You, I think Houston has a hard time stopping Chubb. The guy just has been ridiculous. He's like the number two overall He's running so back good, now. Man. It's crazy. He's so good. Um, so, yeah, I would, I would go Browns, Steelers, Packers in that order, though, if okay. I had to on my streaming. I like defenses. it. All right, uh, time for some yes or BS from my boy Ego before we get to the Ego's extra point. I don't think I'm going to do an extra point this week because my voice is okay. not good. <laughs> Maybe I'll type one out and we can put it out, but I, All right. I'm not. Yeah, you do it later. Yeah, okay. You can do it later. You can just admit you weren't prepared. That's okay. No, I got one. <laughs> yeah. I just, my voice keeps cracking. Okay, very good. Uh, yes or BS? I should start Slayton versus Washington over Gallup versus Indy this week. Ooh, BS. Yeah, BS. You want Gallup now, huh? I want Gallup. And I was trying to he toss you up a softball. Yeah. yeah. He so. was targeted a lot last week. Dak likes Gallup a lot, I I think, going forward. And that Dallas offense, man, just watching them. I mean, Clicking. again, I don't know. I, I said it a lot last week. It's the magic of playing on Thanksgiving mm-hmm. Thursday, right? And just I, the whole time I'm going, I got Gallup on my team. I got Gallup on my team. I got Gallup on my team. Wow. He's looking so good. Yeah. Like, do I actually start him this week? <laughs> uh, yeah, man, and uh, the offenses looked great. He saw, um, let's see, six targets, seven, four, eight. That's been his last four games uh-huh. this week against Indy. I, Dak lives. He loves Gallup. Yeah, he does. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. All right, my next one here is the Mike White at Minnesota <laughs> has more fantasy points. Oh no, than Lamar Jackson versus Denver this week. Oh, no. You love that question, don't you? Oh, I hate it. I'm going to say BS. Really? Yeah. But I'm not comfortable with it. Denver's got such a good defense, but I I can't live with myself if I'm going to say Mike White outscores Lamar Jackson. The way I'm looking at it is if I've got both of these guys on my team, you know what I mean? Who, Mike who, White, Lamar Jackson. Yeah. Who are you starting this week? I'm starting Lamar Jackson. It's no, I'm La- not. Oh, wow. Th- that's getting cute, man. That's the definition of getting cute. Mark it down. Side bet? Okay. 
Mike yeah, White yeah. has more points than Lamar Jackson. Yeah, I won't make you pay me that dollar for the Mike <laughs> Evans DJ Moore bet if uh, if Mike White outscores Lamar Jackson. This all right, week. and then I can't believe you didn't see this, man. It was all over, especially how big on social media you are, buddy. Uh, number one Christmas gift this year now will be the Brian Robinson fat hat that he wore after the game, and I can't Let believe me see. I can't believe you didn't see him doing the interviews, man. Oh, look how great that is! <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, isn't that great, dude. I mean, he did the interviews in it, and I was like, what the heck is he wearing? That's the most amazing thing I've ever seen. <laughs> I want one of those. Yeah, they've got them, too, online, I'll, man. I'll go show houses in that. Yeah, they've yeah. got them. So, number one Christmas gift this year? Awesome. Yes or BS? Uh, uh, yes, 100%. <laughs> it's my favorite thing I'm going to try to use that as, <laughs> as the picture this week for the fantasy football junkies. Please do it. If I can find a free and clear picture, I have to pay thousands of dollars for but. Uh, there you go, man. And the Eagles extra point you said this week, uh, we're going to put that up later. Yeah, yeah, we'll put it up later, man. You going to be okay for your Sunday show? Or? I hope so. All right, buddy. I hope so. Let your kid come over. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> All right, so there's your week uh, 13 info that we've got for you. Good luck this week, and hopefully your fantasy, you know, fantasy playoffs are, are coming. You know, they're, they're coming. They're coming soon. Most uh, trade deadlines have passed. Mm-hmm. Um, so the waiver wire pickups and, and knowing who is on your injury report and who is not very important that's why Sunday mornings fantasy football 101 is so important to tune into starting at 9 a.m. on sports radio 1450 so that's so important uh, with ego and the rest of the guys right so there's an app you can get the sports radio 1450 app listen to us on that for sure all right guys so we will uh, see you guys next week good luck in week 13 and always make winning your fantasy football league a reality not a fantasy with the fantasy football junkies a Newhoff media podcast